What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am Jarrett Wilson, one of your hosts, and joined to my left by Zachary Parks. What's up? And to my right, Rachel Mogan. How's it going? So today, for this next episode into Team Chat, we wanted to talk about addicting games. What are those games that you can just never put down? Should be an interesting one. Should be an interesting one. I had to, I had to, I had to kind of go back into my history for this one, though. I did, too. Because I was thinking about it today as I was trying to like plan out everything. And I was thinking, you know, that now I don't know if there's necessarily a game that I feel like I'm addicted to in the sense that I just can't put it down. Right. Because I feel like my, as I've matured into an adult man. You don't have the time. I don't have the, time, don't have the time, to time to be addicted to a game like that anymore. <laughs> so I feel like I have to. You know, I'm easier at, at stopping, you know, if yeah. I'm just like, like three or four hours, like I, I want to say right now, like five hours is probably the longest I could go before I'm just like, God, I want to go do something yeah. else right now. Toughen up. <laughs> yeah, Mogan's I have the opposite problem. All hours. of my addictions are ongoing. These are active problems. So, so I really, I, for this one, I had to really kind of go back and, and, uh, and pull down some, you know, from the like older games that I played when I was like a teenager, when I did not have this wonderful thing called a job and, and life responsibilities. and responsibilities. I have a job and a life and responsibilities. Yet. And when I was making my list, I just looked into my hands and I was like, <laughs> oh, here it is. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I've picked some obscure games too. Some games that you guys might not have heard of. Oh, we'll Ooh, see about yeah, that. That's exciting for We'll me. see about we'll that. See. I know. Mogan's kind of got a big catalog in her head. <laughs> Surprised me every It's not time. even. It's just that you two Dragoon? specifically. The Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. one of the best RPGs ever. <laughs> have a whole show devoted I will to eventually find a reason to talk about it. And I it'll had, be the whole episode. I had one of my buddies who listened to the first episode. And when you talked about that game. And he said. And he was, he was like. I, I, I might have played that one. I feel like I'll there's going to be. See. I'm going to make a revival happen. Which is unfortunate. Because the only place you can buy it is really obscure used video game stores and only one disc at a time because that's how I keep having to buy my replacement discs <laughs> you still play them so oh yes I still play them <laughs> my brother and I have gone what through what are you doing to break your well, discs first of all there's four discs and we're playing it on the original Playstation 1 wait, of course wait, there's so, four there's discs four that come with the Legend discs. of Dragoon yes really this was in the RPG days of Playstation 1 where you had that's multiple exciting. discs and eventually it was just like a VHS you got to a point in the game where it was like please load oh, disc yeah, 2 yeah. And you'd be like, "What do I open it? What will happen if I do?" <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. nerve wracking. Four games for one. So we like. we we always lose discs two and three, but mm-hmm. like one and four, we've never had any problems. Just skip to four. Just like, skip damn it, this was in wow, the PlayStation yeah. earlier. Yeah, Where did it go? <laughs> Addicting games. Addicting games. So it's kind of funny for well, yeah, how did you ever, guys approach this too? I wonder. But yeah, go ahead. I just I just looked at about ones that like I know I threw a lot of time into, mm-hmm. and ones that especially when I still lived at home that I, I got in trouble for playing so much, and yeah. like my parents would be like, "Okay, you can't play this for a while. Yeah. You're you're playing it way too much." So I mean, some of these, those are two examples. One of them is just one that I was just like, "This game is legitimately the best thing I've ever played up until this point, and I have to keep playing it." Mm-hmm. I think we so, all know what he's talking about. <laughs> do we though? Do is we? it I the Last know. of Us? It's not the Last of Us. Oh, oh I was wrong. I spoiler alert. Last right. of Us today? Dang. No, we're not going to talk about because that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> Even though, yes, I love the Last of Us. Last of Us is my favorite game as of right now, open to possible future contenders. But 
you know, even though I loved it and I played it so mu- so much, and you know, I be- went through the story really fast and still go back and play the multiplayer now, it's not one that's just it's it's one that I, d- I don't want it to I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to you know right. I want to be able like to go you don't back to a song too much. You yeah, know? I want to be able to go back and like do another playthrough, yeah. which I'm planning on doing soon, and I want it to still be like, oh man. Right. Yeah, you got to give it some time. You got to give yeah, it, a, give it, it like, a, like once a year. Of course, now it's been almost, it's been a little over two years since <laughs> I beat it. So it's probably time. It's probably time to get that yeah, started. I want to try to platinum it eventually. So that's, that's a, that's a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Is but it really two years old? Came out in June, 2013. So yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Did you, you never played it? No, I did. Oh, you did. So yeah. I didn't one. beat it, but I played it before like, my bro yeah, moved to college. No, he took the PlayStation <laughs> oh, took with him. Oh, 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 <laughs> I, I couldn't story. play it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into our list, starting with our number three as per usual. And let's go starting off with, I said not with me. Jared. We never start with Jared. Okay, fine. We'll start with me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Taking control for once. <laughs> do it. Do it. Take control of this episode. All right. So my number three is one that uh, brought me a lot of joy due to my uh, side passion of history. Or it's not so much of a passion anymore. When I was a younger kid, it was. I still really love history and all that. But um, so I really love this game because of that. It took me back to my favorite time period, the medieval times. And this game is Stronghold, a castle sim game from 2001. Oh. It's, I don't know. It's it's you should look it up. It's super fun. Watch some videos and stuff like that. Basically, wait, two thousand one. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, wow. It's it's a, it's an older one, and, and is this is what I meant. Like this is one that it's. Here's what I've decided: real time strategy and turn based strategy games will always pull me in. Yeah. I will always be tra- trapped by their spells, and kept engaged for hours upon end. Mm-hmm. So Stronghold is one of those games. It's even though yes, it's a castle sim builder. Where it has a it has a campaign mode where you you know follow a bunch of missions. You're like a squire who's I want to say you're like your father's killed or something like that, and you're trying to retake his lands from those who killed him. And it's like this federation of four other lords: the rat, the snake, the pig, and the wolf. I want to be snake. Yeah, I want to be wolf. You can't you can't beat those. <laughs> yeah. But it's like in a single player. I, I think you can be in the in the multiplayer assets and stuff like that. But. Um, but anyway, so you just slowly take over these territories by completing these missions. And the first ones are the typical, like, collect 20 wood and, you know, <laughs> and something, something like that just to get you the basics down. And by the end, you're taking on, like, really uh, complicated ones, like survive all these attacks. But it was super fun because you could do that. You could also do one where you could, it had a map builder, so you could build your own oh. Your own scenario, as it I were, love maps. and then also had has a multiplayer yeah, where you could like play, where you could play, you know, online against other people. Which for two thousand one, that was a pretty, it's pretty the start of a new a newer thing. Um, and it has a few sequels. I want to say it's up to Stronghold three now, which I also have. And then they also did an offshoot, uh, a spinoff series, Stronghold Crusader, which, as you can tell, took place was like was set in the Middle East instead of the. Uh, fictional UK. I honestly would not have even guessed that. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> just, just been like Crusaders. Lots of people are called that. Yeah, they're all over the world. <laughs> Could be anywhere. And so it takes place in the Middle East and they just said, I just saw that they released recent, rather recently a Stronghold 2, a uh, Stronghold Crusader 2. So, so it's a game that's still for going. For there being still so going. many installments, I haven't heard of yeah, even no, one of them. But that's the thing. It's like a friend of mine introduced it to me and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And, and I played it a bunch from there. And then I just, and I, and I played it. I would always go play it over at his house. I finally, uh, I got a, I got it for, uh, I got it for at home and I played it a ton. 
And it was one that, yes, I was told you have by my parents, you have to take a break from playing this. You're playing it way too much. And so I, I did. Um, and then now I have it still. I have it still now. I, they finally released it thanks to uh, goodoldgames.com. You can go on there and buy Stronghold and Stronghold Crusader for Mac. I mean, you can buy it for PC too, but I have Mac. Mm. And that limits me sometimes. But anyway, and so I still play it now. And like I said, about Stronghold 3 on Steam. So I've got that one there. So you make castles. You, basically, yeah, that's it. You make castles. Um, you can also do like scenarios. In, strong, in the first Stronghold, you can do... Um, scenarios like there's one my favorite scenario is you start with a pre-built castle you know but it's you can still edit it, it it's pre-built you have s- some troops mm-hmm. already selected for you and and positioned on your castle and all that stuff but you can still take it and edit it in any way you want mm-hmm. but the thing is you face a wave of each of the bad guys you mm-hmm. face the rat the snake the pig and the wolf and they each get harder the toughest the wolf's toughest like the rat Aww. he just atta- the rat just attacks with a bunch of archers which are really annoying but they're super easy to kill the snake attacks with a lot of macemen. I don't um, even know what that is. It's just like the... Oh, like with a, like a mace. Yeah, the oh, mace. Okay, yeah, not the mace spray. The, <laughs> the, yeah. the, <laughs> and then like with... The, and they're, they're slightly more difficult to kill. The pig attacks with a whole lot of pikemen. Uh, and then the... Sounds like Pikmin. Now we're talking. And then the wolf attacks with a whole lot of swordsmen, like iron full knights in armor swordsmen, oh. which are ridiculously hard to kill. And then each one has like, even though their main army is built of that one unit, they also still have like supporting archers. They'll even have engineers that build like siege equipment to try to shoot mm-hmm. down, break down your walls and stuff like that. So it's super fun because you can you can put like tar pit traps that you can set on fire with your air with flaming arrows. Yeah. You can do like pipe uh, pit spike pits oh. mm-hmm. and stuff like that to try to stop the other guy. It's just it's it's one of those things. As with any simulator, your creativity can just run wild with it, and you know it just. But you're still on like a time limit, kind of like you still have to complete thing a task before the next wave comes. Like, is there? No, it depends. It depends. Like the one the one that's a, that's where all four waves uh, from all the bad guys come. You just take one as it is and then you have yeah there's a limited amount of time before right. each one hits again it's not like you're like okay i'm ready send the wave right oh, you know dang you just yeah. you just have to repair and, and retrain troops as fast as you can sure. to get ready for the next wave of guys to come i have never beaten it oh i will huh. say that it's that hard that that well, scenario is that it's, poor. It, it. <laughs> that's one thing i will also say i love real-time strategy games and i love turn-based strategy games but i will admit i am not the greatest yeah at them. no no I but i love it either. damn it because it's just so you have to just stay it's it's one so stronghold is a game even now i can log on to stronghold 3 or the original stronghold and play hours Mm -hmm. and then look up and be like oh i've been playing for five hours i should probably go do something else now now Mm -hmm. how much of the game has to do with like interior design like how super fancy do you get to no it's not it's all outside it's you're building Uh, barracks you're building towers yeah like making your throne room super fancy and fun putting some new drapes up i care about the important stuff no it's it's not that you don't get to do that sorry fire hazard it's it's all it's all about it's all about the fighting we're gonna block all the exits (laughs) we're gonna go down with style yeah, like I said, super fun. If anyone's interested in checking it out, you can buy it for like five dollars on goodoldgames.com. Cool. Zach, let's go to you. My turn. Okay. So my number three is a uh, game that came out in two thousand six on the Xbox Live Arcade for Xbox three sixty. Mm-hmm. Marble Blast Ultra. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never arcade heard of game. It. Okay. You guess what it even entails? Marvel characters. Is it something perhaps? where you're like a, 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 I might have played something similar to this because okay, I wait, had a game. Say it again. Marble Blast Ultra. 
I think it's, I had I think a game it's more of a blast ultra, not more because, blaster, more, more of a blast ultra. I think because I had a game that came pre-installed on an old computer called Marble Blast Gold. Yes, that okay. That is the pre. So it's like oh. you're okay. Yeah, so it's like where you're you're a little marble and you try to. I'll let you explain it. <laughs> that is the first sentence out of my mouth. Wait, are you saying the word Marvel? Mar- marble. Oh, little round marble. Oh, yeah, marble, okay. Marble. Never mind. Marble man. Um, marble man. You're not a marble man. You are marble, an actual marble. And so I never played Marble Gold. I actually just looked that up the other day. I didn't even know there was a prequel to it. I thought Marble Blast Ultra was an only game, but it, it is the sequel. And basically, you are a marble. You can control it around three-dimensional worlds. You start out on very easy worlds where you learn how to jump, you learn how to roll, and you have like kind of a boost that you can use when you're jumping in the air. You hit like right bumper, and you have a little explosion. And the only thing you have to do is get from point A to point B. That's it. I love it. I love it. I know. So, (laughs) you know, when I was thinking about addicting games and what makes them addicting, I kind of thought about like the mechanics and games like that where you have to beat your own time because it's a a time game. You have to, you know, there's little items that you can pick up throughout the map, uh, time travels, like little hourglasses that are spinning that stops time for five seconds. You can get all of those, you know, and get like a really short time. So games like that really draw me in where you have to beat your own score uh, a lot of replay value there for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Marvel Blast Ultra, just what was so great about it, first of all, it was just a good-looking game. It was, like, kind of an in-between, between kind of cartoony and also kind of really realistic. As the maps progressed, they got a little bit more, a lot more intricate, a lot more complex. I mean, ice was involved, different materials, uh, gravity changers. So you would hit one item in the whole map. There was, like, one yeah. map was a cube, and it yep. would flip, and you <sighs> fall into another platform. And I tell you, I played this game for hours every day with my buddy, and we try to beat each other's scores. We would try to find the fastest way to get through these maps. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one map in particular, Black Diamond, that we did so many times where it's just like a downhill ski slope, but it has holes everywhere. And oh, I know shit. you're like trying to picture it in your head. I can see Mogan like I'm, I'm having a really <laughs> hard time like visualizing what, yeah. what this so would actually look like. They're like platforms, in, and you're suspended in midair in what looks like a just almost a globe you only yeah it's like you're just in the sky globe you know and like the sky is filled with stars and you're just in this yeah platform that's suspended right in the middle it's cool it's a really cool looking game and it's got really cool music too do either of you happen to remember super monkey ball oh yeah because it sounds a lot like that am i close yes you are okay okay yeah super because now now i've got like a little bit of a better idea it is like that where you get super monkey ball it's like you're a little monkey in a ball flying down maps like now this in marble blast do you get to customize your marble you do you get to unlock other marbles you don't get like full customization (laughs) like games nowadays like does it have outfits right you can have different shape is it a boy marble or a girl marble can be a square marble it's got um different colors different like i always had the marble that was a re- just a mirror so it reflected everything around it oh, that'd that'd be was trippy. really cool i, I want to be really a cool. cat eye marble no you could be a tennis ball marble I that's not cool um but anyways the levels were divided into three different categories like beginners like intermediate advanced and obviously i played this game so much that i got really good at the advanced levels which were tricky i mean balance beams like wooden beams that would connect the platforms in like really tough ways there was tricks to, you got into like, you know when you played a game a lot when you were using glitches, when you're using stuff that you find online to like yep. shoot the marble, like <laughs> by getting this one space where, you know, moving platforms were involved and you could kind of squeeze a marble into a moving platform and a wall and it would oh, shoot and it you. Would sh- oh, uh-huh, fun. Like all the way there. And uh, for probably two months, 
this is this is Xbox 360. Xbox Live is pretty popular. For two months, there's one level in particular that I was number eight in the world. Ooh, wow. fa- I'm serious for the fastest time. And you there was like eight, playing that game. Now there was like 300 of us that had the same time. You know, it was like seven <laughs> seconds flat. And but, yeah. there, but I was number eight, and I'll always remember that. That That's was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was kind of one of my pride accomplishments. Is it still up there? Games. Like, can we still find you in the list? So last time I checked was years ago, <laughs> and it was oh, even a while after I'd gotten there, and I had gone down to probably like 5,000 or something like that. You know, someone probably like way down there now. Something else happened. Everyone had the zero, zero, zero. So it was bullshit. (laughs) It's just, we're all tied, but there has to be a ring. Where's the fun in that? They just figured out how to like, just when they spawned on the ending or something. Yeah. Oh, so like a, a Cheating, cheaters, cheating, cheating. It had a multiplayer component you could play online with other marbles. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. Like at the same time, where <laughs> yeah. you're trying to like, so you like knock each other off and stuff. Um, God, I don't even. Yeah, like, was there like really a battle component? It. it wasn't. We would like fly around. Oh no, you had to like collect gems. And the first yeah, person I to collect that. the most gems oh, was what it was. Gotcha. They had speed boost, mega marble. You turn into a giant marble, and if you hit somebody, you'd fly them off the map. Stuff like <laughs> nice. that. Really cool stuff. I mean, it's just. An all-around really well-made game, and forever I've been praying that they make a sequel to it. Because I, I think it's will. underrated. I, I don't know if not a lot of people knew about it or whatever, but it was just one of those games. It was a perfect puzzle slash action slash, you know, strategy game that it they had It sounds like it arcade. would make a really good addition to, like, mobile gaming. It probably would. Like, it sounds would. like they it would probably actually, do it really actually, I feel well. I like it would translate really well to a, you can to almost a mobile game. Nobody, nobody take that idea. I'm moving right <laughs> right. But you can Trademarked. almost did. You know, uh, move it by just tilting your phone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I was saying. Thinking. Like, I don't think you would need a directional pad or like a touch pad yeah. on the phone. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. just use the cool. just use the phone itself. But yeah, that was my, that's more blessed Ultra, and that was still one of my favorite. Like, really, one of my favorite games. I love that game. Nice. And I'm and I'm missing stuff like there's a power up like the helicopter. You turn into a helicopter. Oh, yeah, 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 what yeah, yeah. now? The helicopter. Forget, it's, it's yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like, like it gives you like a little just like propeller sticks out something. of the top of you. And, yeah. And the girl says something like <laughs> yeah. helicopter. You know, she had a really cool voice. <laughs> Mega marble. You yeah. Know, all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't. Like, I didn't play so ultra. I didn't play ultra. But yeah, like I said, I played. I played gold, and it was a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure my little sister still plays it on our yeah. family's computer. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to it. It gets pretty dense. I remember one level that was super hard. It was called like was called. It was called MC Escher, <laughs> and funny. it was a ridiculously hard it's like level. Stairs and stuff. <laughs> it would. Just, it was one where it was. It was like a triangle. It was a triangle, but and you would go and you'd hit the gravity flipper. So you're uh-huh. like twirling all over this triangle that's just spinning An and rotating in, in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I could know. never. You can. It was so hard. It took us so long to beat it. Yeah. It's a solid game. It's a lot of fun. And no. the multiplayer component was great. Music was cool. I wish we could I would play some if we could, but it's really good music. Yeah, that's two I've yeah. never heard of in a row. Yeah, you well, you've got a lot of, little, a lot of research catalog. to do. I know, right? I know. My yeah. internal catalog. Yep. Well, I, they're looking at me, so I gather it's my turn. <laughs> yep. It's interesting. I was thinking that most of the time, the games that I list are of the more non-violent variety. And it's funny because both of you have listed fairly tame games, a strategy game and a marble game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is tamer than Which that. is pretty funny because my number three is one of the most violent games I can ever recall playing. It would have to be <laughs> Unreal Tournament. So uh, awesome. if you've never played Unreal Tournament, all you need to know is that it's one of the best first-person shooters 
ever. I don't care. All, all the new ones can suck it because the <laughs> like the n- numbers one and two, the very first few Unreal tournaments were some of my absolute favorites because one of my good friends in like the fourth grade, good old Jesse Janae, she was like, my bro, he just got Unreal Tournament. We're not supposed to play it. It's rated M. But if you come over, we can totally play it because my mom doesn't get home till 5 p.m. So we would go over to her house and play her brother's Unreal Tournament game and we discovered that you can turn off the gravity so you can turn it really, (laughs) really, because most of the levels take place in space. So you can turn off the gravity and you can turn up the gore as high as you can get it. And a lot of the weapons, if you've never played Unreal Tournament, a lot of them have very... Like explodey kind, kind of kind of goes very exploding quality. So a lot of the times, if you've got no gravity and you're blasting someone to smithereens with the rocket launcher, it's great because you just watch their body parts spin around and float off into space and blood <laughs> yeah, shooting yeah. everywhere. And they it's just it like very, this is awesome. the best uh, yeah. thing I've ever seen. They make it very so, apparent why it's rated down. They make you know, it they very. It's abundantly back. obvious. Like there's no question. That's exactly why it's rated down. And they haven't made any more since I think they made two. They made right? three. No, they made, they made three. Unreal well, Tournament three. I also big. Big game of mine was Unreal Championship, oh, which is yeah. not. I don't know if you would. Why, I heard why, of that it one. It's like not a spin-off. Same developers, Unreal made it, but it's Unreal Championship for the original Xbox, uh-huh. and gotcha. I logged in a lot of hours into that game. Probably two was my favorite installment. I've heard people talk about one and two, and like that was the compared. one with Zan, right? I don't know. So I think well, Unreal Tournament two had Zan because he was like the final final boss, and part of how addicted we were to the game. I think I spent the majority. Like some people have like after school activities like sports or band or music (laughs) or art me and jesse nope none of that we'd go straight from school take the bus to her house play unreal tournament for hours and hours and hours because we were really young and we sucked at it like we we weren't good it was just that fun because even though we were getting killed every five seconds the respawns were so fast who cares if you're dying right it's fast it's It's a fast-paced game so a lot of other first-person shooters have like more sophisticated qualities these days. There's like stuff you collect. There's a story. I didn't want story. I wanted very fast-paced violence, a lot of blood, and no gravity. And Unreal Tournament delivered on all of that. So of the games that I've played as a young pup that weren't necessarily uh, tame, that would probably be the one that I'm still the most addicted to that I still go, you know, feeling a little violent today. (laughs) Should break out. out Unreal Tournament. Get my good old friend the flat cannon. Yeah, that's a good thing. The, Some of the weapons, the on weapons Unreal, are un- they're all like iconic. They're amazing. The they're, unreal. La- they're unreal. They're unreal. You could- like the rocket launcher that twists when you shoot it, right? It turns. You, so that's the electricity if, that's sniper if you did rifle. Right click. Okay, and you load of, it, yeah, right? Bump, yeah. bump, 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 and shoot three. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. Yep. So can really I make? Can I, can I make a, a confession? You can. Jared's never played it. Are you I, bad at it? I've never played it. You son of a bitch. Well. How do you call yourself? I know, right? I'm sorry. It's just one that slipped through my rate. No, I need to play it. Do you still have a way to play it? I think I still have the third one, which is funny because... It's hard, though. Yeah. It's hard. The third one, I was like, this isn't quite what I was looking for. And especially something... They may have even had it in the third one, but in the second game... A, one of the like non-story modes was capture the flag, mm-hmm. and I would play capture the flag nonstop yeah, because the the again it's so fast the the levels are over so quickly that once you win you're like okay it's only been fifteen minutes right next level mm-hmm. and then fifteen. 
15 minute sessions later you look at the clock and you're like holy crap i gotta go to school so spent too much time I've spent too much time here i mean i could have put unreal championship on my list probably that's another game with marvel blast ultra that i was at one point during the summer before my like maybe sophomore year of high school i, I might be wrong but no, it's very no, it specific that probably i was in middle school i was probably in seventh grade actually me and my friends used to play that a lot and yeah Another time we were on the leaderboards, we were like number seventy-eight in the world. Okay, I was. N- we were absolutely never on the. Can we just start calling ever. Zach leaderboard? Yeah, I, leaderboard. I'm, I'm just good. I'm <laughs> He's good just at good first at person. Every, I'm good at video good games. Good at marble games. No, I'm good. At, I'm, I love first-person shooters. That's like my. I, no, yeah, I think I'm right I can there pick with you. Those up. I'm not. Yeah. I'm uh, same thing. I'm average. Uh huh. I'm adequate. Yes. I will every once in a while have a five kill streak moment. or something like that yeah. i'm like yes i'm good and we, then immediately just be can, destroyed side note can we play destiny together even though you're playing on playstation i'm playing on xbox i don't think so you don't think so oh you no. really can't i don't think it goes cross play oh that's lame that is lame. it is lame maybe i can find it like really cheaply used somewhere so whenever i eventually buy an xbox one when I, yeah all right so let's go jump on to our, yeah, uh, two, our number twos right. what do you want to do this is the most the, the number two my number two is most is the newest game in my list, but again, like I said, I had to dig back, so these are kind of old. This one comes from 2007. Whoa, so new, so new, so new. So new. It is Call of Duty 4 hmm. Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. and the reason for this is because it was the first Call of Duty game I owned. I have since gone back and played the older ones before that, um, but I just got totally sucked into the multiplayer and would play it for hours. I mean, that, that's what I'm basing my addicting on these. Like I played it for hours yeah. on end. I would play the multi, I would play the campaign story and then I would go back and replay the campaign story on the, you know, on hardened and veteran. Then I would replay the story in the, in the, uh, arcade mode where it's like, you know, you got a lot of points for killing people. It wasn't just, you just finished the story, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a typical arcade game. And then on top of that, I would spend countless hours in the multiplayer and he, and and I got that game a little before I I moved out of my parents' house. And once I moved out of my parents' house, oh my god, <laughs> so much worse! It got so much worse. This is bad. I played it so much. I would get home from work and just sit on it and play. And where I lived, I had a crappy uh, internet connection, and so I was that guy who was the lagger on the who was oh. just like. I want to play, but I can't. It uh, lags so bad, and uh, just had to learn how to play with lag kind of thing. <laughs> so it would have annoying. like it would have like I would I would have to play it for thirty minutes and then take a break to I don't I guess it made my internet connection reset. I don't know, but it maybe <laughs> it placebo effect. It made it yeah. seem like it played better, and so I just threw countless hours into it. And it was a lot of fun because like I enjoyed the other Call of Duty games that I played a little bit before that, like Call of Duty Two. I really liked. I'm, was Call of Duty Two World War Two? Yeah, yeah. Well, they that came they out all were three sixty. They, right. Yeah. It modern was Warfare was no Modern Warfare. More, was modern it. Warfare was the first one that was, was like, like modern new, times. Yeah. And I remember but that. I do remember that. All the previous, out. all the previous ones had been World War right, Two. Right. 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 And then, which I miss. I hope they kind of bring some of that stuff. I think back. they are. D-Day I think that's. Stuff? I think yeah. that's the plan. That's cool. Stuff. I think that's. I've, I've heard. I've heard rumors <laughs> of. Uh, of it going really back cool. to World War Two, yeah, really which cool. that, are, that would be really cool. There's like a, a world war that was before that, right? Have they? There's do world they know war about one, like, it? Because there's another one. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't know. Not to go off. Not to go off. Good installment. Not to go on a total tangent, but I I don't know how World War One 
game warfare would translate into a video game well I how will we ever it. know if they don't try I know. someone's done I bet, that i'd be willing to i'd be willing to like play medal it. of honor that's an old game that's before call of duty there was medal of but the honor. first but the medal of honor one it started in world war ii too. it did but yeah. I, they might have done a world war one you're skipping for a guy that likes history jared you're skipping an awful lot of it <laughs> just straight <laughs> they, he just, just what they give him i liked warfare okay <laughs> okay historical warfare get over it <laughs> Um, but no, and so then I w- whenever I would go over to my friends' houses, it was a mix of playing the most recent Halo and Call and Modern Warfare, and w- it turned into this. It was ridiculous. I would I remember this one time going over a friend's house, like, and um, and just playing against them, and they did not play near as much as me. And I just had a sniper, and I was that guy who could run around and just like snipe people with no problem. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. I didn't have to be perched up anywhere and like hidden. I could just be running along, saw you, and just like snipe yep. you and the piss them off Piss so up. much that was me that you're pissing off like this game's not really and so so no i just spent <laughs> the recoil alone i just spent ridiculous hours but to be fair it was it was the new one it was the first one set in modern times so it had a really cool it had a really cool feel it the multiplayer was really immersive and they really changed up with all the unlocks and all that and the the perks and the spe- power-ups and all that you could get with you know airstrikes helicopters all that i'll still turn it on and play it every once in a while do they still have the servers active for it? They do. Really? Oh. They are that's, ridiculously that's modded out. Yeah. And there are a ridiculous <laughs> amount of hackers, so it takes forever to find a, a server that is actually still true yeah. original <laughs> yeah. modern warfare gameplay. Yeah, but so it's still, it's still fun every once in a while to jump on and like get into a game that's has 32 people in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is cool. I remember, I remember that game coming out and that being a pretty big impact on the industry. And like it got did well in sales. I just mm-hmm. remember everyone talking about it. I remember the first time I played it and I shot somebody through a wall. And I, yeah. and I don't think I never like the 50 cal yeah, or something like that. Cool. And I was like, I loved stuff like that. I like, I've always been weirdly obsessed in video games with like bullet holes and mm-hmm. gun shells. <laughs> I remember I used to get when like Halo 2 came out, the first thing I did was shoot the gun and look down to see if the gun shells were still on the ground. There yeah. was something about that realism that that I really appreciated. Well, and Call of Duty has done a really good job with that. Like in uh, in Call of Duty, the first Call of Duty, I remembered everyone was like, man, the, was very excited about the M1 Garand rifle uh, because it has, a, it, oops, hit my mic. It has a special, it, you would load it with a clip, mm. not single bullets yeah. one at a time. Yeah. And whenever the, you emptied that, it would eject the clip with a yeah, sound that's cool and they replicated that in the game and everyone was like man that's yeah, that's a I lot of good like attention that. to detail yeah, yeah but yeah. no all the call of duties and, the, and it, it stood out in the call of duty series because it was the big change the previous call of duty call of duty 3 came and went without any big hoopla whatsoever it was on the wii and i don't think that translated that well <laughs> never and was so, and so i didn't it, even it, know <laughs> modern warfare revitalized the call of duty franchise which you know take it for what that is and you know some people that's a bad thing with how it's gotten now I know it's interesting to think where it started I wonder if they knew the impact of what was going to happen with it I mean yeah. it became a like worldwide phenomenon yeah. I still enjoy the new the new installments I really liked Advanced Warfare it was a lot of fun but uh, so far my favorite one of the of the whole Call of Duty series that I've played has been Modern Warfare cool now we didn't check with Zach. Where were you on the leaderboard? On Modern Warfare, I, I've never. I didn't have Modern Warfare. I don't think I've ever. The only Call of Duty I've ever bought was Black Ops Two. It's the only one I've ever owned. That's a good one. It is really. It was a really good one. I had a great winter break playing that for days on end. But I've always been like I've never been on board, and I don't know if that's pride or me trying to be different but i've never <laughs> been on the call of duty train. don't worry i've never been on never in the, i've been on that's that good that's good because jared's on it and i'll talk about it yeah i'll, exactly. I'll keep it and it's a game that needs to be discussed you can't ignore it 
Can't ignore it. That's true. We would have gotten here eventually. What if none of us had played it? Well, we wouldn't have been. We we shouldn't be on this podcast. I was about to say, we probably shouldn't be here. I don't know that game. (laughs) Do you shoot a gun that game or something? (laughs) All right, Zach, what's your number two? Okay. Uh, My number two is a computer game, which I think this might be the first computer game I might be talking about. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like it could be. It's the first computer game. And computer games are big for me because. That's where it all started. Before consoles, I was playing computer. Well, I was bouncing around. Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, computer, stuff like that. Yep. That was a lot more answers than just computer. Yes. It so. was. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> uh, but the game is Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm sure most people have either remember it or remember friends playing it or whatnot. Um, simulator game where you created your own amusement park. It was more than just roller coasters. It was... Um, everything from the grounds to the parks to the concession stands mm-hmm. um you know the pricing of the tickets all that stuff it's a simulator of like like some city or um you know little micro economy games like this and roller coaster tycoon was really fun because they gave you a, a large amount of freedom and it was fucking hard it was hard <laughs> to meet a lot of the standards to have a good amusement park mm-hmm. it's hard to do the pricing right your, the little patrons would throw up after <laughs> riding on the roller coaster, and you'd be like, "Why well, you got to put trash cans here?" You know, there's a lot of the, I mean, all that stuff. And it was great. You know, it was hard. It was really hard to figure out how to be good at it. Yeah. Um, the the look of it is really great. It's like a again somewhere in between cartoony and really actually kind of realistic. The yep. the rides looked really really good. One of the more fun things you could do is create your own roller coaster. You you build it yourself. Now, have you guys played? Do you guys remember playing this game? I remember I played it a little bit. Playing, and I, okay, I, I more had friends who played it. I more played, I played like Sim Tower and sure. uh, Zoo Tycoon a little bit. Sure, Zoo Tycoon. Similar. Yeah, very similar. Same idea. And uh, but creating your own roller coaster and creating a good one was like hard to do. And people had like different levels of how much they liked it, like your patrons and all that stuff. And I guess one of the reasons games like this, not just Roller Coaster Tycoon, but any kind of micro economy games are so fun is they're ever changing. They need constant attention. You know, you kind of always need to be grooming it to mm-hmm. make sure everyone's happy, you know, and that you're making enough money. You got to like switch the prices. Stuff goes up, stuff goes down. So like, are you susceptible to huge financial breakdowns within the wider global environment? I don't remember if like, there was anything that came... Like, I don't think, like, a storm could blow up your roller coaster. Oh, so there were no natural... But there could be crashes, and there could be breakdowns. I remembered I remembered a, a friend showing me a roller coaster he built, and I'm sure it, he just uh, on, on one yeah on one hill, yeah. it just sent people flying it off because it, oh, so it went too fast. Oh, so in terms of safety, yeah. that's not something they're actively patrolling. No, you can open, technically. You can hit the green light for, like, a half-made roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, goes through a loop-to-loop, and just, yeah, it shoots off into a mountain. You're like, hmm. <laughs> Should <laughs> I change it? Yeah, I think eh. I like it. On the it's plus side, exciting. the patrons are dead, so we won't have to refund their money. Uh, it's good economy. <laughs> um, so you had that, A, yes, it's a little micro economy, but you also had the creativity to make do it however you wanted, you know, to make your own amusement. And I was really big, like, in the Sims game and stuff, and just each little pathway had to be, like, perfect. It had to have a little fence around it. Even if stuff cost extra to do double on each side, oh, like yeah. two concession make stands, symmetrical. make it symmetrical. Right. I was really into that to, like, make it... It's look, gotta be a pretty park. It's gotta look nice. It's gotta be pretty to me, you know? And so I could spend hours just making it look a certain way. You know, same goes back to like any kind of customization you do nowadays with a character's face or whatever. Yep. Yeah. It takes me a long time. And that kind of I think flows into this addiction of 
being always like aware of everything about these kind of games because they're so in depth and they're great. You know, it's a, they really made it really well where you had so many different layers that you had to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And when there's a game, when I'm playing a game like that, I can sit at a computer or a console for all day and just be totally into it. So that's that's my number two, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Now, One of in, my favorites in terms of vomit. Like in terms of of well, you had to hide. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Could there be really like rebellious patrons of your park who like even if you put the trash can right in front of the exit, like would they just like look at it? No, I think I'd rather vomit over here. Don't remember. Probably wasn't that. I I doubt it. But I know. I now I'm thinking you didn't need to have uh, crew members like um, janitors to clean up the vomit, take out the trash. You did need to have that side of the park as well. Now, did you have to set their payroll? Like, did you decide? their salaries yes, were but maybe not maybe they it, all came I, with a set was, salary like a set salary. Oh, i remember that i remember that about sim tower i would want to be like a really tyrannical i mean you can you can park set the, owner. To get into the park you can set it for a hundred dollars you know if you wanted to but like no one comes right you know you, there's, there's it's all no, about balancing it is all about balancing it's hard you know I you have to like get like fifteen thousand people need to come here and you need to have an amusement park rating of 600 or better you know and like they have their own rating system about all that yeah Water slides. I mean, everything. You can create it like you can do the little curves. You can do a loop de loop here, then a boost, and then it takes your photo. Right before you go to the <laughs> nice. mountain. You do it. You get an extra 250 there. Nice. Oh. There you go. There you go. So, stuff like that, I love. It's I, nice I love that you remember that it's world. an extra 250. It's something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's extra money. That's important. That's like 18 people getting their photos taken. It all counts. You be a tyrant, you know. Mogan, what's your number two? Well, in terms of sheer amount of hours logged, it I'm not sure if it's actually beating my number one. It might be because I've spent more years on it. Mine would just be the entire Pokemon franchise. So including going way, way back. Technically, it probably doesn't belong in the podcast. Just technically, it's not a video game. But the actual card game back when the card game first came out, we wouldn't just collect the cards. We would actually play the game that you were meant to play with the cards. So I've definitely spent a rare breed <laughs> hundreds upon God, maybe even thousands. Now, did the real quick to interject? Did the card game come out before the video game? Because I always thought the video game came out before the I card game. I actually don't know. I want. I think I did research on this recently. Actually, I know I did. And, it was, <laughs> and I'm in the video game. <laughs> I'm. Oh, I'm like 99. I don't want to say 100, percent but I'm 99 percent sure the video game came out before the card game, which is cool. Yeah, that is pretty. The cool. red and blue. Yeah, I know. Um, which seems they? which seems like it doesn't make sense. In my world, they I came know. out at the exact same time, so like so. I, I seem to notice both Maybe at the same so. time. I so I don't. I'm so not like, really sure. The way that I would have found out about it was through trading the cards because they banned it at my elementary school Jesus. because it was really ta- yeah because it was taking up a, well it was taking up a little bit too much of the kids' lives. They were really addicted to the mm. trading of the cards. So I remember being like, "What is this? I should find. Is there other stuff?" <laughs> we're getting sick. And then of course they came out with the show with the Pokemon show and uh, I was like oh okay right gotcha now. but um, of the ones that I've probably played I think Pokemon Heart Gold would be the one that I've played the most and still probably love the best that's gotta be second generation it would be yeah because I never played that and so the first generation ones I played but like I wasn't Again, when I was young, I was really stupid. I was not good at video games, at any video games. I loved them, but I was terrible at them. So even Pokemon, like the strategic component of the battles, I didn't really get it. Because as far as I was concerned, I just wanted the most adorable ones <laughs> in my party. And all of the other ones were like, gross and ugly. I didn't even want to fight them. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to wander around in the grass, which I thought was pretty. But as it turns out, that's where 
the Pokemon are yes. to attack you. So um, I wasn't particularly good until Heart Gold, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm finally old enough. I finally get it. Mm-hmm. I can finally actually understand the dynamics and build my party strategically and raise the right Pokemon, and that's where the addictive quality comes mm-hmm. from. Yeah, because there's it's a good so RPG. There are so many options, especially when you get into the later generations. You can look at your party and go, well, of the six that I have. And the 600 that are available, have I made the right choices? So (laughs) it's all about, do you want to diversify? Do you want a water type, a fire type, a psychic type, a ghost type? Or do you want to go, no, I'm going all water types. I'm going all ghost types. It's a tough balance between like what you need and what you want. It's a question of what kind of a Pokemon trainer am I? Yes. And I'm the kind that's all ghost type all the time. I'm all ghost and psychic Pokemon because Gengar is the best. He's just Gengar the best is one. Very good. And my bro would disagree. He would say that Alakazam. Alak- I was gonna say Alakazam. Yeah, he was, would he's say one that, of the most powerful. He Pokemon. would say Alakazam is the best one, and we're he always super powerful. battling it out. I, I don't win, but <laughs> that's probably an indicator right there of who's actually better. But <laughs> um, so one of the things that I probably like the most about the game is just the battle (laughs) with other people because for a long long time i didn't really have a good concept of hey if i'm nearby to other people that have a nintendo ds and they also have pokemon i can battle them and then when i figured that out in high school i was like holy crap this is a whole new level and really they probably should have also banned pokemon at my high school because it became a bit of a problem (laughs) of just sitting there at the lunch table not eating not socializing (laughs) not looking at other people look at just Training your Pokemon, beating the crap out of your classmates. So it's definitely something that I still do. Uh, The most recent time I played was I was on a really, really long flight. And I, of course, broke out my gold A Link Between Worlds special edition (laughs) Nintendo 3DS with Pokemon X on it. And I'm looking around at the people on the plane next to me and they're looking at me like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, yeah, suckers. (laughs) You look at you with your tragic little Kindle. I've got all the power and all the fun. So it's really great to look around, especially at other kids, like actual kids who are are on the plane and they look at you and they're like, (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you wish you had let your mom brought yours. <laughs> it's really nice to still technically be an adult, but still be so far away from actually being an adult because there's this addiction in my life that I right. can't give it up. Can't give it up. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting just the Pokemon staying power and and power to be uh, and power to still draw in new fans. Yeah, because my, it's not just old people like no, me. It's my, the other I, kids. My eight-year-old, my eight-year-old nephew is playing Pokemon trading cards with his friends. It's awesome. I mean, what's it's such a, a universal attraction to yeah. having your own these these pets. That, now, you like, know. What, what's his level? What kind of Pokemon? Oh, I have no okay. idea. I've just seen I've just seen him play it, and I know he plays it. I'm like, damn, that's impressive Pokemon. that Pokemon can still pull in kids even that young and i mean the newer installments are still you know a lot of people who have the very strong nostalgic feelings will say ah they're all crap but they really are still very good and it's definitely maintained the quality of the games while adding really really cool new features um in more recent games the pokemon ami which is the feature where you actually zoom into your pokemon and it's not battle it's just you literally playing with them Uh and like you feed them treats and you like dress them up and stuff and it's like this is exactly what i wanted (laughs) this is perfect and so something that's cool about that feature is if you build a really really strong relationship with your pokemon they'll actually do different things in battle Mm. 
Like, so something that they might do nowadays is, you know, you know, you're fighting some other Pokemon, they land a super effective hit, you're sure you're gonna die, but your Pokemon's HP gets down to one, and then the game comes up with, like, the little dialogue box, and it's like, oh, so-and-so took the hit and stayed strong for so-and-so trainer, and, like, they look back at you, and they wink at you, and, like, a little heart icon comes up, (laughs) and and it's like, they do love me, these are my children, I can never leave them. (laughs) All right, so now it's time for the highlight of the show. The number one. Number one. Our number one picks. It's exciting. And here we go. My number one, I alluded to it earlier, or I didn't really allude to it, but I alluded to it. It's genre. The two types of games that can really just suck me in and keep me on forever are real-time strategy games and turn-based strategy games. I already talked about a real-time strategy. <laughs> so now it's time. Y'all already know. You already know, you already know about. about that. You already, you already know. know about what life I'm about. Over here. So my number one is a turn-based strategy classic, Civilization Three. We should have guessed. Never should have guessed. We, we, I've, I've, I've already talked about the series yeah, before. We yeah, we should have known. Know. But Civilization Three, of all of them I've played, is my favorite, and the one that I have probably out of any game I have probably put the most amount of hours into. I got it on my 13th birthday. It came out in 2001, but I got it on my 13th birthday, which was only two years later. But And it could only be played on my dad's computer. My, Why? The Why? Computer, it's probably tricky. Because it, his computer was newer and can handle it. Mine was still oh, old, and the family computer yeah. was old and couldn't handle it. My dad's had a, had a nicer, newer one that could. Huh. And so my dad worked from home, though, and, Son of a bitch. and so and he was a, he was a pastor, and he and so I could really only play it on Sunday afternoons when he, you know when he wasn't going to mm, use it right, anymore. Right, right, right. And so, uh, but I would play, I would play it dead, and then finally I got a, a newer computer, um, a fam- newer family computer, and so I installed it on there. It just every day. Just would play it and play it and play it and play it and play it. It's and it's real time or it's turn based. It's turn based. So that means you go, then they go. Like I don't right. know a lot of turn based turn based games. I haven't played a lot. I have not ventured out farther than Civilization. No, I have not, maybe it's the only one. I mean, not. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, not I know the there are other same, ones, but like not in the same way as Civilization. But a lot of RPGs are turn based battle. Right. right. So like it's the similar move. concept, yeah. but it, right. you know, different execution. Exactly. And you have a whole army. Well, it's Civilization. Starts off, especially well in the earlier installments like Civilization Two, um, you you could really expand and you could really build out and get really big, especially if you play it on an easier difficulty level. Civilization Three was kind of the same way. Civilization Five they really toned it down, and now I can play forever with only, uh, you know, it it I will not build a city. I will build a city once every hundred turns, something like that. You know, yeah. it just it very limited and very. Because you want to make sure your infrastructure is strong in each city before you branch off any farther and, and you know to expose yourself to the enemies and all that stuff out out there. Um, so, but yes, you do have armies in Civilization Three. I loved it because you could just build you built individual units in Civ Five. Now you build a squad, mm. and that's that unit. So you don't have as many because man, it could get ridiculous how many units you yeah. could have out. And if you have to command each one individually, uh, you spend a whole lot of time hitting that space bar, saying skip, 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 yeah. skip, 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 yeah. skip, 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 skip. But then it could be really awesome when. You get the notification from military advisor, my lord. There's a barbarian uprising near near <laughs> such and such my city, lord Jared. <laughs> my lord. And so, and it's like, 
oh shit what's coming and then you see it come because it had fog of war you know so if you, you hadn't discovered that you couldn't see or if it's out of your line of sight you can see and then there would literally be this horde of 20 barbarian horsemen units this happened all the time they would just come out and just keep piling and on and AI stacking yeah these are AI, AI characters yeah. and just stacking on stacking Ooh, on stacking on God. and you're just like Here oh let's go, go. <laughs> crack the knuckles let's set in it's time to party boys and and no, it was so fun. I loved being the Persians because they had this special unit, the Immortals. And it, mm. it was the crazy thing. It had the highest attack, one of the highest attacks of the ancient era. And you could get it in the ancient era. And if you used it right, it was still effective even in like the modern era. <laughs> Especially on, on easier difficulties. But when, when you're super advanced and there are other civilizations who are way behind oh, still. So you civilizations just, can gain in time like they can become oh if you're if you like really spend on your science and like really research new technologies oh, you could okay. be in like oh. modern era I was somebody like a else time traveling aspect wow. i was not no, 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 no. the right way no it, it's it, it, it all depends on how technologically advanced your civilization is so and yeah i could be chilling you. i could be chilling in the modern era and you're chilling in the renaissance era could you oh. fight them oh yeah yeah <laughs> i would fight them, them all the oh yeah you do yeah. and so yeah. i'm saying i would still use the immortal mm-hmm. and send them off to go fight and i'm just It'd whooping up work. on these people and it's so fun because they had this like really cool like curved sword and civilization three was really fun too because it was the first time that it, they had uh the units were animated in civilization mm-hmm. two they were just the icon that just slid oh, from space wow. to space yeah. Yeah. and then in civilization three they actually like moved That's when they good. fought they swung their swords and stuff at each other and made noise and all this other stuff super fun and sounds like chess you know it does like yeah it, does. I mean, it, it, it really is but yeah. you're playing against like six other people six to eight other people and man i i would think it's hard i play on like the third or fourth difficulty level i want to say and How i many think are those there? are hard eight oh mm. The hardest one is deity, oh. and I and I used to You're think you have to be to beat it. Yeah, I God. don't understand how people went tried. I've just tried to be for for jollies. I'll for just be like, <laughs> for, I'll just, for shits and giggles, I'll just turn it on and just be like, I'll, I'll, I'll see so how I do as yet. a deity. I may get like two turns, and I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I'm done. I, I can't expand anymore. Destroyed. It's always good to like keep your ego in check. Oh, just yeah. just it, knock playing, yourself down a couple notches. Playing deity will do that. It will just knock you down, and you're just like, oh, I'll go back and play chieftain again, which is the easiest difficulty. But no. Civilization three by far is my number one most addicting game pick, in pick. terms of just how much I liked it and how many hours I spent. Now, in does it. it actually have an hours counter? Because Pokemon does, so I oh, can look back at my old mm, at my Red old Dog cartridges and it'll show you that, on that. like the load screen. It'll sure. be like how, how many you hours been? you've. I know lost. a lot of games do that now. I don't remember if Civilization three does. Civilization five does. Well, it it also tells you because I have it installed through Steam, so Steam tells me how long I've played it. Um, I don't remember how much that one is. Um, again, as I said earlier, it's harder now to get into the strongholds and the civilizations because I know if I turn it on, it's gonna be, you're going to be there. For <laughs> I'm going to be there for a while, so I really have to be selective. I really have to be selective of when I play it because yeah. that I don't know I've told, said it before. Hashtag one more turn. One more Hashtag turn. Because that's what I say. Just that's what I say to turn. myself every time. One more turn and I'll quit. Let me just build this unit. <laughs> Let me just build. Get this unit built. I'll be set for the war when I come play next time. And then I wind up well, just fighting through that war. Thing. Pokemon yes. is just it's just one more level. Well, yeah. Just one more level. One more. Yeah. Just one more. That's, well, now my other guy's one level behind. Oh, I got a level. We got to be nice and even. I have to quit. I have to quit in a good position. I don't want to yeah. quit in the middle of a war. I mean, who I'll would do this that? war that lasts eons? <laughs> All right, Zach, what's your what's your number one? Uh, so my number. Well, before we go into it, I guess um, by sheer hours, it's not the one I've put the most into. You know, yeah. I just did it on more of a um, 
I found myself playing it frequently over and over during one sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, more, you know, obviously Halo 2, I would do that, but I've talked about Halo 2 enough. I will talk about it plenty more. And uh, I thought this game would be a more interesting pick just because it had mechanics that made it a little bit more addicting. And I talked about this game recently with you guys, and it's funny that it's on my list right now, but it's Rockstar Presents Table Tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I recently mentioned to you guys that we were laughing about it. You guys couldn't believe that Rockstar made a table tennis game. I mean, game. like, your, I still your games still today... Have, I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Your games today have been fascinating, like Marble Blaster I know. I, and I got a Table good Tennis. I thought this was a good topic, list. because it's not necessarily the games you would always think. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm digging my list. So, Rockstar Presents Table Tennis is exactly how it sounds. <laughs> it's table tennis. It's ping pong. Nothing else to it. Nothing really else to it. It's, it that's true. There's not. They did as much as they could, I think. Well, I yeah. think they took it as far as... They I stretched mean, it as far as it could go. how extreme can ping pong be yeah, before seriously. you run out of things? Is the hardest difficulty level Forrest Gump? <laughs> you have to play Forrest Gump? No, they got a German player. I may not really be as smart. Oh, no, they got a Chinese player that's really oh. good. Uh, Su Ling or something his name and he holds it uh, like butterfly yeah, that's a certain way you can hold a uh, table no, tennis paddle no we don't, I just we don't hold, know you don't hold it like no, a racket I just, I just hold it the racket here and the paddle's here you got your fingers he's here he's like gesturing but you're just you gonna like have this. to no no, nobody nobody knows what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> they can't see it that seems, <laughs> they, they can't see it they don't know they nobody know. Knows. with what you're describing and the mouth noise you're making yes I, I can see it you'll just have to google images butterfly hold table tennis I want to say it's butterfly that's all my knowledge of table tennis anything that's professional I got from this game so whatever Rockstar say I believe. Well, thank you, Rockstar, <laughs> thank for, you, Rockstar for not putting Zach on the leaderboards. Yeah, what's your rank? What's your Where rank? are you on the leaderboard? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever got ranked in Rockstar Table Tennis, but I did have some pretty epic online matches. <laughs> I did. Because uh, one of the coolest things about that it... That almost sounds nerdier than just saying you had <laughs> online matches. <laughs> How did you make that sound nerdier than it possibly could? Oh, because you're talking about table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, one of the cool things about it is it would track how many hits you've had back and forth. So, you know, you go from like one, two, three, and you get up there. I mean, you get a, you find a good opponent online or a really tough AI opponent, you're in like 150, 200, 250. I mean, it gets up there. A little Damn. white number at the bottom goes up. The ball cracks around 80 oh or so. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to get a new ball. New strategy. No, just the, the ball hits a little bit differently. Oh, okay. So you gotta, it's like a little bit different. Um, basically, the mechanics of it were just two. The two analog sticks would uh, left would move your player left and right, right would be um you could either hit it to the right for right spin left for left spin back spin top spin i think one of you, i think you could use the buttons too but i remember using the analog stick um as you progressed and this is how the game tried to put depth into it which i thought actually was pretty pretty good as you as a um play progressed as the rally continued you had a little meter that would fill up from like i want to say red to yellow to green and so the red would fill, then you're in the yellow. And if you're in the green and it's flashing, like you're like hot, you know, you're in the zone. <laughs> and of you, table tennis. And you're like hitting it really fast. And you can, and there was a lot of, like you could place it, you know, you could do backspin to the left. You could do a drop shot to the right. So mm-hmm. it did as much as it could. And it was, as you can imagine with a game so simple, I even remember IGN mentioning in the review, the review, probably the most realistic um, simulator out there when it came out, which I thought was interesting because I think of how simple of a game it is and they were able to like do go into it so much, they IGN called it the most realistic simulator out there. Now, Crazy. Crazy, so right? So in terms of just actually game mechanics, was there pressure sensitivity? Like if you hit 
with the analog stick yes. really lightly yes. could you do like a short hit yes you could you could do a drop shot if you and i remember like you could do too much to the left and your controller would vibrate and if it was oh. vibrating when you hit to your left it would go out uh-huh. so there was a sensitivity there and like so for instance if they hit a right spin shot and then you hit another right spin shot or maybe left for you keeping the spin going might influence and out of them Huh. Uh, so there was there there was strategy. So there's a lot more physics and stuff. There was, to it. and obviously it's great graphics. The characters look really good. There's huge crowds. The crowd gets into it. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> and when does it come out? 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh. um, it's more recent than I would have guessed. <laughs> I was thinking Never like 1999, maybe. Right, and um, but when what, one of my favorite things, if both players are in the flashing green oh, it, God. the lights dim all around the court and it's oh. just a spotlight on the on the table ta- on the table and it, you guys are flying back and forth it's, I mean crazy. it's going so fast it's like, <laughs> it's like 100 110 115 you know the points are racking up of how many hits you've done and it's it's, it's super intense that sounds stressful that sounds it is like and you could but it was just fun to play it was yeah. like playing real ping pong except better no <laughs> but, but it was that's why it was so addicting you could play with your friend great great offline multiplayer game that I should have included in the last one but it was oh, a really yeah. good offline multiplayer the game that you could play with your friend over and over and it was it was fun and the, the different German character Chinese character American character all had different abilities all could do nothing no like special abilities like yeah. it wasn't unrealistic like flame balls or like, <laughs> or like that. but they just had different ways of hitting reacting to spin amount of top spin you know all that stuff yeah and you could dive oh, oh and one of the fun things about it was Let's say you a guy hits a really good shot and you barely get it back. You kind of lob it back. They start smashing it overhead. And you see this in real life in real ping pong matches that get crazy, like yeah. professional. <laughs> He'll smash it back and you have to back up your character like to like the, oh, yeah, the yeah, boundaries yeah. of the map. And to you're hit like, it back. yeah, and you're hitting it back and it's it's so much fun. And the Man, replay, that's crazy. Ooh, the replay was really good. Every time the point was over, they had a replay and you could hit the buttons to do slow motion whenever you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. You know, they put a lot of in, in depth into that. So I'm telling you, they went crazy with like making that's it awesome. super like realistic. <laughs> realistic. We'll play it my interest has peaked I want to play it now yes. oh, remind me the console it's for I played it for Xbox 360 oh, okay. now if I'm Rockstar sure. made it they probably made it for more than that I yeah. think they did now how would you say it compares to similar more modern interpretations like Wii Sports table tennis <laughs> Uh, Not even better. close. Yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah, because we, we sports made for anyone to be able to really kind of pick better. up a play. Just a lot better. Because <laughs> Rockstar is a notable, like, re- you know, has a great reputation yeah. of, of a great game developer. So I don't know whose idea it was. I would love to know how. <laughs> I really do. Like, I'm, I'm really bored. I really love this tennis mechanic we've put yeah, into this game. Like let's, between, uh, let's just, uh, let's, let's see what this does. They, they probably, they probably had one in the office, and they were like, we're running out of ideas for this year. we got to come up with something. How does everybody feel about tennis? Yeah, because I they did Grand Theft Auto 3. They must have made it in between 3 and 4, I'm Probably. thinking. And they're like, you know what? Let's do a little side game. Uh, table tennis. <laughs> I would love to be there in the meeting, though. And they were like, what's the most opposite of Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> table tennis. Seriously. What's the it least violent game we can think <laughs> table of? Table tennis. Table tennis simulator. Let's, that sounds great. Do it. <laughs> that is the opposite of Grand Theft Auto. We need to clean up our reputation. <laughs> All right, Mogan. That's my number one. Okay. Bring it home. I genuinely don't know at this point if I've logged more hours, and unfortunately there isn't a counter. So my number one game that is an ongoing daily struggle with the addiction would be Animal Crossing New Leaf. You've mentioned this before. So I've mentioned it before. So it's one of my favorite games, and it's the kind of game that is so, so simple. 
because all you are if you've never played it the it, so there are a few different animal crossings i think the very first one was for gamecube and then they came out with one for the wii but then the more recent one minus happy home designer of course happy home academy <laughs> would be um the new leaf which is for the 3ds so they did try to bring the 3d component to it but i'm kind of a wuss and it gives me a headache so i have to turn that component off and for this kind of game it doesn't matter like there's no reason that you would need a 3d aspect right. to it so all you are you're the mayor of a town and your town only has a maximum of 10 villagers mm -hmm. and you can have as few as i think five so you can have between five to ten villagers and literally nothing bad can ever possibly happen to you the worst thing that can ever happen is you can get bad luck for a day and you trip when you run that's as bad as it gets. <laughs> but there must be something. There. To do. I, so what gets yeah, what, you? What, 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 what pulls you in? Because so far, I'm not sold. No, see, that's what's so beautiful about. It. There's no real reason to play. It just gets you. Like it sinks. It's, you're like, you know what? I should visit town today. I should go check on all my villagers because you can like build relationships with them. You can get to know them better. You can move different people in and out. So like if someone says, hey, I'm going to move, you can either have them stay by saying, no, 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 don't go. Or you can be like, yeah, sure, move out. I don't care. Mm, Never liked you anyways. Choice. So you can just let them stay or you can let them move away. You can do a lot with landscaping. I'm not sure how big of a fan you are of landscaping, but it's the best. I played Minecraft you, and did a fair amount of landscaping. It's similar. It's almost like Roller ty Roller Coaster Tycoon yeah. in that you want your town to look a very specific way. And you can choose to build different kind of projects for your town. You can build new fountains. You can build an oil rig. And different kinds of things will have different effects on the happiness of your villagers so like your whole goal as mayor is to make your town very very happy well there you go there's and there's there's yeah that's incentive. that's the only <clears throat> goal that there could possibly be to have the fanciest house and to have all of your villagers be happy so once you reach perfect town status the <laughs> only way that you could lose that is if you really crapped it up and you never visited town for like a year and then you came back and everyone had moved away and they were all really disappointed in you and that happens to people if you're away for a long, long time. So you got it. But if you're not, back. if you're not That's away, you. if you play yeah, every sense. day, everybody stays happy. It's all good. Interesting. And because nothing bad can happen, it's the perfect wind down game. You just go home. You've had a terrible day. You go. I don't even feel like blowing people to smithereens today in Unreal Tournament. <laughs> I don't even. Day. I don't even <laughs> want a rocket launcher anybody. That's how bad of a day I've had. You go. What's the most peaceful thing I can think of? I think. I'm going to plant some new flowers in my town. That is nice. And then I'm going to water the flowers. And then I'm going to go talk to people. And that's the whole game. And it's the best. Is it, is it big? Are no. The towns? No, they're no. pretty small. Your town is small. So you can like choose the style of map that you want, but it's always going to be the same size. Yeah. So like you always have a certain amount of coastline. You always have a river. You always have like a certain amount of land area because they have to technically be equal. But beyond that, it's a small visually like it's your town is not big you can walk from one end to the other in five seconds but if you run like you can kill your flowers and ruin your grass so you have to walk don't it's run. better to walk like you don't want to mess up all of your beautiful landscaping mm -hmm. so it's the kind of game where you just play every day just to keep it running just to keep your town going and if you think about it you can't stop being mayor in real life, you gotta keep you being the mayor. So, 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 like on <laughs> average, on on average, so this is like a thing you could t you could turn it on for 
five minutes and be good. I mean, yeah, good, I mean, not you, not good you question. necessarily. No, I mean, I know. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta yeah. do some stuff when you log like, on. Yeah. From how you've talked about it, it's something you get on and you stay on for a while. But could you, in theory, be something that you just turn on for like five minutes and be good? You could. So if you were just trying to maintain your town, meaning you how didn't. Good of a mayor so do something, you be? something that a lot of people get really, really into is finding perfect villagers so like there's a there's a finite amount of specific character villagers that you can get and they have different personality types and a perfectly balanced town would have one villager of each personality type Mm. okay so what a lot of people do is they create their dream village and that includes of course their dream villagers if you're away for a really long time they move away so if a person has their dream village everyone is there they don't want anything to change in theory they could log on once every three to four days to have someone ping them, so to have a villager alert them, because every three to four days, it lets them know, hey, I'm thinking about moving. Did we record? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, I see. That would be a nightmare. It's going. Look at all the look at all those waveforms over there. Okay, so I'm sorry for breaking that up. <laughs> he looks so concerned. <laughs> no, we're good. Yeah. The button's first. I can see it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm all good. We're all good. Okay. So yeah, in theory, okay. you could just you you could spend very little time, you but it's could also spend you very spend little time if you were a dangerous in. kind of mayor. Ooh. But if but if you if you really care and if you've really invested all the time and effort into making your perfect town, then if you want to sustain it, you have to play once every three to four days just to make sure that nobody moves and nobody else tries to move in and ruin all of your beautiful landscaping because they can build their house anywhere. Ah, so those are the kind of antagonists. Yeah, yeah. interesting. When somebody new moves in and ruins your hybrid flowers, it's really annoying. See, just listening to it, that doesn't sound like a game that I would necessarily get sucked into. Yeah, but, it doesn't. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, it's one that, <laughs> who knows, that I could, it, I'm, sometimes weird things pull me in like that, so who knows. It's It, it, it has the real-time strategy aspect to it, so I could see myself I mean, getting mine, pulled I think in. Minecraft's a little bit like that. I mean, you don't even have the... I mean, yes, Minecraft, you have people to defend. We right. have fight at night, but I remember playing Minecraft, and I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. See, you that's, know? that's like... Not, it has to have a clear goal for me. Not having a goal is actually what you makes it... So, that's the so thing. Like, your goal is just whatever you want your town <laughs> sure, to be, and that's sure. very malleable. So you there's, your own there's no end. The game changes with the seasons. So that's it changes. Nice. Like, new things will happen in town on a cycle. So like yeah. now that it's October, uh, none of the very large beetles are populating on my beaches anymore. So now it's like, oh, I've got these annoying crickets that come out at night. I really mm. like them. So <laughs> you can time travel around. So if you want it to be summer forever, you can just reset the date because it matches the real world calendar. So mm-hmm. every day matches the same day in the real world. Interesting. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. There's some connection there to reality, which is kind of See, that's nice. how it gets you, though. Because yeah, it's, like, it's like, hey, your, it's the it really same day. It's, it's really your town. It's yeah. really like a little tiny virtual life that's like happening that. That somewhere is, else. I give it a that's chance. That's a lot of detail into that. Yeah. 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 I might. Yeah. I might. Who knows? We're not going to do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that game. No, no. no I want to go shoot somebody in, yeah. uh, <laughs> in Call of Duty. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> okay. And speaking um. of interior design, you can also make the inside of your house super duper fancy. The... With all, you can customize your furniture with and make it super trimmings. awesome. With it's all the, the trimmings. Look. My favorite is the Rococo design. It's very French and frilly. Mm, it's very my cool. Favorite. Nice. Very cartoony looking. It is. It's very right. like there's nothing realistic about it right. except that there are trees. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that there are that's, that's as clo- There's houses real. and trees, and that's as far as it goes. 
Awesome. All right. Well, that is our top three list of the most addicting games. If you agree with us or want to share your own and have any other comments, questions or whatever, or want to share with us your uh, game, the games that you just could never put down, feel free to send us a tweet at, at team chat podcast at not dot com, just <laughs> at team chat podcast, or you could send us an email at team chat podcast at gmail.com. So anyway, thanks for tuning in everybody and come back for the next episode. Bye. See ya. Hey, this is Jared, and I just had a couple notes before we sign off on this episode. If you have any questions or comments about the episode, please feel free to email us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and ask your questions there at at teamchatpodcast. Also, I just wanted to let you all know about our Patreon page where you can go and subscribe. It's at patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash team chat podcast and you can go and subscribe and you'll get some cool perks like getting the episodes early before the general release as well as some other content that we'll be giving out we appreciate your support and we hope you'll keep coming back for more episodes